I'm Melinda Poitras, and you're listening to He Said, She Said, the one with books and bros. I get to read some writing from 2013 on Friday, and that piece reminded me of these. Love Does Laundry. I have more than one friend who is brilliant, but I have only one who writes me personal emails like this. The more I read through the Bible, the less I see of starry-eyed idealism and blissful youthful hope. I think of how the walls of the palace must have darkened the stars in Esther's eyes, how the sun in the hot field scorched Ruth's idealism, and the weary, endless days simply killed hope. Nothing to look forward to, nothing to hold on to, except for the promise of love. Yet, behold in time a queen and a bride. And I think, was it because they staked so much youth, hope, dreams on the faithfulness of love that in utter surrender to that love they found their story? This same friend of mine sat next to me on a couch in Africa and confided how she's been meaning to write about the fact that love packs suitcases. Love packs suitcases, Melinda. Love does laundry. Then later, someone else speaks to me about Elizabeth Elliot and how when her husband was dead and her future seemed bleak, she always committed to doing the very next thing. Whatever the Lord wanted her to do, whatever it was, one step at a time, even if the next thing was the laundry. Here's what I've learned this year. I have learned that happiness is not a person. I've learned that relationships are temporary, but the things you invest in the soul of a person are not. I've learned that blessings can come in some pretty interesting disguises. I've learned that it's not about me being okay, it's about me being better, and that sometimes better hurts. I've learned that we don't always get what we deserve. We don't get all of the good things we do deserve now so that we might get all of the eternal things we don't deserve later. I've learned that they call it peace that passes understanding because sometimes you're in a good mood when you really shouldn't be. I've learned that so much in life is perspective. This year, I have learned to do the next thing. When I moved here to Bloomington to make a career out of diapering children that aren't mine and start building a couple of other things that aren't mine either, she said to me, I want you to be happy too. I want you to be blessed. And I replied that so much of life is the grace of God and that if we don't think I will inevitably be just as blessed to stand beside that white dress as she is to wear it, we are looking at blessings wrong. I'm learning to mean that because above all else, I've learned that true love isn't all wax-sealed envelopes and red roses. Sometimes it isn't any wax-sealed envelopes and red roses, unless, of course, those things are being delivered to the person next to you. Love, what can I say? Love does laundry. Love packs luggage. Love lurks in dark corners just as often as it ever frolics in sunshine. And in these moments of struggle, in these crazy days of blessing, in these times when I work in the infant room, and sometimes I'm not even ashamed to admit this, I cry harder than they do. I learn to love. I learn to love with insane and inconceivable, ridiculous, unadulterated, wild abandon because I learn who love is. What if love stories were for sale? in the section of heaven where destinies are given out? What if they cost all our starry-eyed ideals and youthful hope and blissful ignorance and dreams of sunshine? What if they simply required us to walk straight into the ugly of life with eyes wide open and experience it? For the love is there. I cannot argue with this. My heart knows it no matter what is happening. The love is there, but the story must be written by me and you. Am I willing to press on to enter the jungle of next steps in school and begin the next chapter in my story to lose what little of my hope or blissful optimism remains? And yet to find round every corner and next to every painful event that the love is there. The love is there. The love is there. Am I willing to walk through my story so that love may meet me in it? Every single day, happy, sad, glad, mad, or a mixture of all of the above, love steps out to meet me in my story. So I am happy. So I am blessed. Especially on the days that I get to do laundry. Life 
like a Disney movie. Dearest Day, we have spent a great deal of time recently remarking and reminiscing over the many troubles that letters can cause a person. Bab, the subdeb, knows this truth quite well, but yet she never seems to really learn it. Neither do I. Consequently, I write this to you today. You have grown up so beautifully, eh? So very beautifully. I'm grateful that I got to be here to see it. That's not what I'm writing about, though. I am writing about the incident that occurred this Monday. We were watching Anastasia, and Dimitri was about to purchase his train ticket when he looked down at the rose in his pocket. He remembered her, and of course, he couldn't do it. If Paris held the key to her heart, well, then he would stay in Paris. Also, someone had to save her from sudden death. During this time, you sat up and with great emphasis and passion declared, This will be you, unnamed member of the opposite sex. I capitalize as Bab does. This will be you. And that's when I said it. That awful sentence. Life is not a Disney movie, eh? Has Satan ever been so effective at molding my mouth into his instrument? Seriously, somewhere in a meadow, a thousand fairies drop dead. Since when do I, who abhor cynicism and the application of any kind of realism to dreams in general, say things like that? Anastasia isn't even a Disney movie. The point is, it was wrong of me. It was really wrong of me. I write now to apologize. Life is like a Disney movie for three important reasons. Number one, in life, just like in a Disney movie, you are guaranteed trouble. Like Sleeping Beauty, you have run-ins with sharp objects. Like in The Princess and the Frog, evil plots your demise. Dismise. It would be great if I could talk. Like in Aladdin, you, you know, you might fight with your father. Like Cinderella, you might lose your shoes. Maybe like The Little Mermaid, you're separated from home and you don't fit in. Or like in Snow White and the Seven Doors, you must go into hiding. Or like in Mulan, the one you love is determined to make a man out of you. Or like Pocahontas, you're being pushed into relationships you don't want. Or like in Robin Hood, love is literally outlawed. Or you might get thrown into a dungeon and yelled at. I mean, maybe. Like in Beauty and the Beast, the list goes on. Trouble equals guaranteed every single time. Keep singing. In life, just like a Disney movie, there is always a lesson to be learned. Every single moment is teaching you something. Some lessons are easy, some are hard, some obvious, some hidden, some helpful, some a hindrance. Leave your eyes open. Eat the meat. Spit out the bones. Keep singing. In life, just like in a Disney movie, dreams do come true. No matter how long it takes, no matter how dark it gets, no matter how hard it is, if you keep on believing, dreams do come true because your dreams, the Lord is writing them. Your dreams are in his hands. Your God, he's something to believe in. So keep singing. I watched your sister waltz around the kitchen on a day when many wouldn't have felt like dancing and I realized no matter how you feel, there is not a day in your life when you should not also feel like dancing because love is all around you, straight inside you, present all along. I never should have said it, A, eh? and I didn't really mean it. Hope is your middle name. Literally, it suits you, and I pray that rings true your entire lifetime. I pray you're always strong enough to hope and remain unapologetic for it, that you always feel like dancing, no matter how you feel, that you always think that life is like a Disney movie, because it is. How does that song go? These heroes come and go, but the Lord, let him write this screenplay, and you will always find yourself the heroine of something truly epic. This I promise you. This I know. Keep singing. Love, M.
P.S. If, when you read this, you wouldn't mind clapping boisterously and letting out a confident, I do believe in fairies, I do, I do, you know, just in case I really killed them. Once upon a time, I mailed off a snow globe with Cinderella's shoe in it. The etching on the base said, even miracles take a little time. It did take a little time, but by the time this podcast airs, I'll be back in Indiana celebrating perfect timing, happy endings, and ridiculously sparkly shoes. So I guess we should all remember, a dream is a wish your heart makes when you're feeling small. Alone in the night you whisper, thinking no one can hear you at all. You wake with the morning sunlight to find fortune smiling down on you. Don't let your heart be full of sorrow, for all you know tomorrow a dream you have dreamed will come true. Don't let your heart be filled with sorrow for all you know tomorrow a dream that you wish will come true he hears you he hears you no matter how small you feel even miracles take a little time let's all keep dreaming keep hoping Keep believing and by all means keep on singing. And let's all be better together. You've been listening to He Said, She Said, where whether we actually got around to discussing any books or chatting with any bros or not, we are, now and always, so glad you stopped by to listen. We hope your time here cemented the truth found in the best book ever written and deepened your relationship with a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Thank you for pressing play. Thank you for making space. We'll catch you next week. Same time, same place.